0: what's up what's up mark how are you i'm doing well how are you um i'm doing well i'm doing well um i've just i've got something that that threw me off a bit this morning um because uh oh yesterday and last night um the room on my floor where, where the heating's kind of like uh located like all the appliances that like carry on yeah. the heating like I don't know if it's an actual boiler, but you know how people have, like, boilers in their room and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. And I was, like, it was giving quite a lot, like, it was, like, a constant noise that was produced from that room. And last night it got quite loud as well. So I called my parents last night, or yesterday, and was, like, ah, oh, it's making quite a bit of noise. Like, I just wanted to let you know. Um, yeah. And then they was, like, okay, yeah, we'll call the, uh, the company who, kept, like, does all the heating stuff and like make sure like it's okay. In the morning, yeah. and then my mom texted me, like, Yeah, they're coming at this time today, around about that time, I'll let you know once they come. Um and I was like, Yeah, that's good, because like last last night was really loud as well. And okay. then just before we start the podcast, the sound has stopped. So I don't uh. know. Now I'm like, do I still let them come? I just stand there like an idiot. It's like there's no sound, I don't know what you uh. like. <laughs>
1: Like I swear it was loud a second ago, and now it's yeah. not any, I don't know what happened.
0: Exactly, I feel like that idiot who's like making a fuss about nothing, but like it was actually really loud last night. The,
1: the, the boy who cried wolf, like. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Uh, I kind of I'm kind of hoping the sound
1: comes back, bro. It's it's i i know exactly what you mean because we're we're adults but we're also like new adults and we're doing a lot of like adult-like experiences for the first Mm. time so you don't want to come across as a dumbass and like you know like like, you don't want to come across as a child basically you want to come across as an adult and situations where you say hey the heating's broken but then it fixes itself like how do you explain (laughs) that you know like yeah so I'll, I'll, i'll see Bro, I'm dreading the day where I get into a car accident and I'm alone. Yeah, it's like. I, I, I after don't know the fact, you always know how are to. What
0: like? Yeah, no, I know. I, I think to a certain extent, if it's not too bad, drive to the side and everything. Try to make the street free, and then yeah, yeah. Either you can drive away from it, and you just exchange your details, and you're like, whatever, and then you've got uh. to kind of figure out all the insurance and everything. Yeah, who's at fault and stuff. Well, if it's bad and there's not clear as someone unfold, I think also you have to call the police, isn't it? Because uh, I, someone I has so. to judge who's who's wrong. Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know. But that's what I mean. You know, it's like well, the because it, it could escalate. Like, what well, if you get into a bad accident and the person that you crashed with is unhappy with you as being an asshole, saying, "No, you're at fault." And you're like, nah, you cut me off, and then you're like, kind of there. You're like, all right, what the fuck do I do? I'm probably call the police just to make yeah, sure yeah. that I
0: have like I I have not there's an opinion that is not mine. So I don't know if that's like an issue because if like if it's their word against my word and there's no one yeah. else and you you can't see the scene anymore and there's no like statements and stuff. Mm. Who knows what might happen? I would. The I, w-
1: I would also. Directly try and figure out who might have seen the accident and also mm. get their contact details just because mm. like for witnesses you know uh, to back up a claim oh yeah see we're not doing too bad we're, we're good adults we know what we're doing I think I think
0: honestly if you just if you're just confident you it, kind of like fake it till you make it I feel yeah. like a lot of being adult is just being confident being calm about all the situations because I feel like a lot of a lot of the things adults come into they don't have a clue they've never been in that situation like it's your first accident for everyone like I don't know if everyone like grew up and was like what do I do when I have an accident what is the right way of going about it so it's probably just like (laughs) I don't know just being sensible but yeah yeah I guess so well I mean whatever
1: um I was in London
0: yeah that's what i was trying to get her.
1: i was in london yeah last weekend i went with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and the thing about london is we we both have like quite a few friends that live there and mm-hmm. i would i would say all of them speak very highly of the city how much they yeah. love to study there and how much they look forward to even after their study staying in london and continuing work yeah yeah you know And I, I hate to be the guy That complains <laughs> Like I always try And like not complain about stuff I always try and mm-hmm. catch myself Doing that And not do it mm-hmm. So I will try and go about this In like a Better way But mm-hmm. I I, My impression of London Was a little bit different I'm not gonna lie I Okay I didn't see The hype In it I don't I what, don't Why un- was that? There were multiple factors That came into play When we were in London That Made me kind of dislike the city, and really? not not to say Why? that's not to say that there weren't nice parts. You know, like we went to Brick Lane, which was like a nice, uh, f- like secondhand thrift store, like whole street. Like it was really cool. You had a lot of thrift stores, they mm-hmm. had really nice stuff. That was really cool. um Notting Hill, South Kensington, amazing neighborhoods with just like beautiful houses mm-hmm. and architecture um definitely mm-hmm. definitely did something for the motivation when i got back you know i was like damn i gotta yeah. get myself a crib in <laughs> south kensington like <laughs> <laughs> but but otherwise there were also moments where we found ourselves in where we were just like man what the heck is going on right now for instance right. for instance um so we were in London, and I told I told my manager, like, hey, we're going to be in London. Can you organize, like, some PR stays at, like, restaurants or whatever? You know? So mm-hmm. we go to a restaurant, we get food, and instead of paying, we, like, promote the restaurant. It's pretty cool mm-hmm. stuff to be an influencer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, my manager organizes this one place, and we get there. And on Google Maps, it looked like it was, like, a Mexican place, and it looked like a bar... Or a restaurant slash bar where you eat first and then eventually mm-hmm. turns into a party. Okay. Okay. We arrive, and there's a, a security guy, like a doorman. Yeah. And, and and no one outside of the door, right? There was no one outside, yeah. but there was still a rope, and and he made us go through this rope. First of all, just mm-hmm. to assert his power. All right, whatever. We go in. And and the guy checked my my girlfriend's bag. And we're like, what, what What type of restaurant is this? Like, this feels like a club. And then we walk up mm-hmm. the stairs, and we're like, oh, my God. we go in, and it's like, it's more of a club. And okay. and for, I'm already not the type of guy to, that likes to go to clubs. Like, that's the first thing. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I was trying to keep an open mind. So we get there. We sit down. They seated us in one of the best tables, like, right in the center, right? So that was mm-hmm. really nice of them. But then, like, right next to us, were a group of 3 girls on a table mm-hmm. that were getting drunk off of champagne first of all that's a very yeah and and they were i would say from an age-wise like 17 18 maximum yeah. and these girls were getting lit taking selfies which is all fine but they were so mm-hmm. damn loud. They were screaming <laughs> nonstop. Like me and my girl, we were like, "Oh my god!" Like we get having fun. Like we're totally about that. But lower your voice, goddamn, bro. And, yeah, and and just yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't talk about it too much. But just the whole experience the whole night was like, <laughs> like it was. It was. It was a moment where you kind of ask yourself, like, "What am I doing here right now?" You know. <laughs> But would, but would you say that is just a place you went to or, like, the, London? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Like, th- that was definitely a, a singular case, you know. I mean, that's that's not to yeah. say that, like, all of London is like that. But generally, mm. like, that also leads me to my next point. Just, like, the people there. Uh, I found mm. not so nice. Like, whenever we went to restaurants, the, the, way, the servers were, were never friendly. You know, they hardly said anything. They would never look at me when I spoke to them and it kind of just looked like really it, it, it felt like these waiters had a bad day and didn't want to go to work but showed up anyways and did their job to the absolute like bare minimum uh standard
0: well the thing that's is, how it
1: felt like i feel like
0: um i mean it depends i've been to london a few times and i never had that bad of like um moments um because it's funny because you say that with the uh, maybe it's London because it's just a big city but in yeah. general the UK one, one thing I, I've noticed um, in comparison to living in Germany and the UK is that actually sometimes or uh, people in the UK are in everyday life are friendlier than in Germany like a simple f- thing of like um, going to the supermarket and like standing in line. And, like you know how in, in Germany there is this thing of like everyone you're like you're if you're in line you're in line and like you can't go like if you go someone goes in front of you or something it's like a big deal or like if they cut by accident
1: but in Germany there is the exception that if you have like one item that you want to buy and another person has like that's a full cart that's also nice yeah uh, but i've never had the experience that i can't go ahead if i have one item and the person No has no a full
0: no but card. you can go ahead but what i mean is just like like no one's too str- like n- in Germany, everyone's kind of stressed that, like, if it's their turn, it's their yeah, turn, Okay. you know what I mean. Okay. In the UK, like, there's, like, if both people walk to a till and, like, one of them kind of goes in front of the other by acts like, walks quicker, or cuts the other person off and then yeah. they notice that they cut the person off. In the UK, I felt like people will, like, pull back and be like, oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. In Germany, they'll just go past you and just stay in the lane and just, like, it's my turn now. And small stuff like that uh i, I realized that in the uk i think some people are just in everyday life a bit friendlier that was
1: my experience let's say i um, i get that i in that case i get it but there were also mm-hmm. like in my experience a bunch of times where uh i'd be walking on the street and mm-hmm. i would be on like a intersection path like with another person where we would eventually like walk into each other and these people are just like wouldn't move out of the way, like even a little bit. They just keep walking. And and then I, we, I was talking with my, with like our friends about this and they were like, yeah, there's a saying that Londoners are nice, but they're not kind. Like they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll keep walking their way and run into you, but they'll apologize, but they won't make any effort to move out of the way. Mm. So, so that I experienced that. And also I had complimented probably like two or three people on the street nice shoes nice jacket these people looked at me like i was like crazy completely disregarded just
0: completely disregarded and i was like but that's the difference in culture i feel like i was i was taken off by that because when i went um i i'm not used to like people just going around in the city and giving compliments yeah. like that's just not like in Germany that's not a normal thing to happen either yeah yeah that's true it's... I went when I went to New York when I was younger I bought some new shoes while I was out there uh-huh. and we went out that night and I obviously wanted to wear them because they were new and everything Perfect. and then a guy came up to me and he complimented my my outfit and my shoes Yeah, he's like a grown man and I was, I was a kid at that time like uh-huh. a teenager nice and that um, must have felt good. <laughs> I thought I was so... I was, like, really happy. I had, like, yeah. a massive smile on me. But it was so much bigger for me as well because that has never happened to me. So maybe that's also partly because you're, like, the way... Where you're from and where you grew up, that like you just have a different way of going about things. Like, I think it's not a very European thing to do sometimes, which doesn't mean yours is wrong I think it's yeah. a positive thing but I think in Europe people are just like not even London that you could do that mate if you go somewhere uh, somewhere in, in Germany and you just go up I feel like if you do that in Munich mark and you just went up to somewhere's it's like oh cool that or that Will everyone react nicely, <laughs> or, or like confused?
1: No, but that's the thing. I've done this in Munich as well. Like, I I've, I've been walking yeah. past people on the on the sidewalk, and I'm like, "Nice shoes!" Mm. and and the smile that would light up on their face was amazing. Like, like at least in my experience so far, I've always had positive reactions when I've com- when I've complimented people mm. on the street. So it's, that was like you know what one I find thing. Funny though? Tell me,
0: it's like the the different. Like uh, you can have a few experiences, and, and sometimes they don't necessarily reflect the city f- to everyone the same. Yeah, like you can. I can. I can dislike a city that you maybe like. Like for example, um, uh, I don't know. Not to be fair, no. But there's a lot of probably like you love you love uh, Paris, don't you? I guess, yeah. Or you like Paris a yeah, lot And sure, the city and sure, everything yeah. I bet there's loads of people Who have like Bad experience When they went to yeah, Paris I'm sure. like I don't really like the city I don't get the hype It's yeah, like yeah. yeah.
1: That's I true. That's true Yeah so I mean it's it's, like, Everyone has their own experience But it's
0: yeah but it's also fair enough and the other thing is a city has has its own vibe the way people work the way like the motions like how everything happens how like the flow is i always have a thing when i walk when i when i'm in new cities and everything i like going to museums i like going to looking at the places that are Uh like known the city is known for yeah but i'm always i always want to make sure that i also i walk around a lot to kind of get a feel for the city the way the city works the way like everything happens just like there's a certain vibe every city has Mm -hmm. and i just want to kind of feel that to a certain extent by like walking around just seeing people do their everyday life in a sense um and sometimes i think your own vibe matches a city more than another city if you yeah yeah i'm sure i mean mean, everyone has
1: everyone has their own personal experiences you know and i will say that like Throughout the whole weekend, like we did have a little bit of an unlucky chain of events, like really, right? Yeah, yeah like it was, you know, already like the flight there, we had to wake up at like three thirty or something or four thirty, and I was in the like, morning. Yeah, 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 and I was really sick. Like I wasn't feeling good at all. Okay. I was I was feeling like yeah. extremely nauseous. So the flight there was already a pain, and then we get to the hotel mm. and they put us in a in a handicapped room. So we were like Really? Yeah. And we were staying at this hotel for four nights and they put us in a handicapped room and I was like um and we were both like, Okay, that's a little weird. So I went down and then they sure enough, uh, after a few hours like we got a new room which was all fine. But it was like a bunch of these like small things that kept happening, but we were like damn okay but like isn't a
0: handicap room sometimes quite cool because you've got more space yeah because it, they it, need more space for wheelchairs. it
1: was bigger but like you go to the bathroom right and it's like there's no like actual shower like it's all one they have a shower curtain but it's all like one floor oh, and it's yeah. just okay. it's just the, it's just it's not romantic you know they got like bar handles yeah. across the entire room it just wasn't romantic <laughs> at all like um mm. so we were happy to change and also, like, it kind of felt weird to be in a disabled room as a non-disabled person in, in the case yeah, that, like, if somebody needed actually it. needed it, like, oh, sorry, we don't have yeah, any. Yeah, and it's like, so we didn't want to, uh, you know, take, take it up if we didn't need it. Um, mm. But yeah, but I also want to say not to just be complaining the whole time. London mm-hmm. does have its perks. I mean, uh, the overall hustle of the city, you know, people be working. Um, mm-hmm. I really, what I found cool was all these little restaurants where you could buy f- like fair, like fairly fresh, warm food for very cheap, like a meal mm. for lunch. Mm-hmm. You know that was cool. Mm-hmm. Like you got like you had a lot of like uh, pré à manger chain restaurants where you can get like sandwiches or like you know like a warm or a bunch of like Asian uh, places where you could get like r- warm noodles and stuff, which was pretty cool. Mm. The city itself from the architecture standpoint is also quite cool. I mean, I was walking mm. through like the financial district of London and looking at these skyscrapers. And I was like, damn, I miss having skyscrapers in Munich, like living in a city with skyscrapers. Mm. It definitely feels really, really cool. Bunch of restaurants. Very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah, they but, are.
0: London is expensive.
1: But but a fair share of restaurants that you can choose from. You know, it was also weird. I wanted to reserve mm. a table at a restaurant. And it was, like, I'd say a fairly fancy restaurant, yeah? And I'm I'm talking on the phone with this lady, and she's very nice. And I'm like, yeah, I'd like to reserve a table for Sunday for two people at, like, 7.30. And Mm -hmm. she then asks me for my credit card info. I'm like, what do you need my credit card info for? She's like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, whenever it's, uh, it's, like, the standard in London, whenever you reserve a table, a lot of restaurants will ask for your credit card info to make sure that you, like, show up to your reservation. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, do you take, like, a certain amount of money as like state security as a security measure. So I come and they were like, yeah, pretty much. And I was like, I'm gonna be honest. I don't feel comfortable giving you my credit card info. Like, could we do a walk in? She's like, yeah, like it might be full, but you can definitely try. And I was like, okay, thanks. So that was weird. Cause I never had a restaurant ask me for my no, credit card I- info whenever I try and reserve I- I a table. Haven't,
0: I haven't, I haven't, um, I didn't know that before as well, but I tried to reserve a table once or twice before in London. And yeah. I try to do it online just because I don't know, I, yeah. I was out and out bar. I couldn't call that time, like, and I thought, okay, just mm-hmm. do it online. And they all, it's a very common thing, apparently, to ask, like, you have to put a deposit down for your yeah. table so you'd actually turn up. Um and it's, yeah, it's a very common thing to happen. So I was also a bit taken back the first yeah. time I saw it. I was like, I'm not, because I didn't know that was normal. And I, I looked at that on the website and it was like, they want a deposit. I was like, I'm not reserving a table here. Yeah. Who the fuck pays a deposit to reserve yeah, a table? Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said as well. I was like, I was like, yeah, we're good, thanks. Like. <laughs> but then I've, I've realized, I think it's not, like it's not an uncommon thing to happen. Um, apparently this is like, yeah. yeah. I what I what I reserve back to then is uh, going to Open Table. I love that app. Open Table is amazing to oh, yeah? reserve. I've never heard uh, of have you never heard of it? It's nah. like an app, um, which uh, it sh- has a bunch of restaurants in the city you are to, and you can reserve tables on the app for different types of oh, restaurants. Okay. This isn't a brand um, deal. And they've by actually the way. got fancy <laughs> ones. No, it isn't. Sorry. Oh, I gotta think about this now with you <laughs> <laughs> before I was like I was like doesn't matter I won't get paid for that but you might so. <laughs> yeah
1: I'd get paid quite a lot for something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but Maybe yeah I, I, don't, I don't know it's uh, yeah it's interesting to hear that side because yeah obviously as you said a lot of people mm-hmm. have a Uh, loads of praises for the city I I mean to a certain extent there's always an attraction to big cities like whatever it is Paris New York uh, Rome because um, the city because it's that big they always have a lot to offer either way yeah like the density of restaurants the density of cultural uh, um things to like look at museums architecture is always very high in those cities otherwise mm-hmm. they wouldn't be that big um so there's yeah, but
1: here's the thing like what what's what's different about london compared to cities like paris and new york is that in paris and new york you at least have a strong economy like England since Brexit and especially after the corona pandemic their economy is absolute trash. I mean they are the only country in Europe that haven't recovered that where their economy hasn't recovered since the pandemic. You fe- you can feel how the middle class is like completely shrinking within the country and especially in London and the politics are just messed up. I mean they many they have like three prime ministers within a felt like a year or something. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's just—it's just a shit show back there. I feel like, and I don't know if I'm being like too German, which could be, you know, and and I do like to consider myself culturally aware because I've been to a lot of places and I've been able to adapt to the culture, but London was just like threw me a little bit off guard. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I mean, yeah, I I I think I I haven't looked at the uh, economy recently. I mean. I think the UK will probably be fine um, and London as well because it just simple things like I th- like the, the I think maybe the people are like noticing as but there's no I, d- I don't feel like there's a big uh, big going back on like simple things like people going to restaurants people going to like oh like, no, example, but it is wander-
1: it is a bunch of pubs are going bankrupt in 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 uh, England a bunch of pubs are i i saw the i saw a post about this the other day i will i'm gonna from target show that they were reporting about the about all the pubs in london that have been closing and just because they're they can't afford to to you know open up i'm gonna find this one sec i'll give you the proper details
0: to be fair yeah, i'm reading for uh um a prediction from PwC right now, and they say yeah, yeah. falling real wages and rising food prices could leave the average British household feeling the pinch in 2023.
1: Yeah, here you have because because of the higher energy costs, um, the Corona pandemic, high inflation, and a lot of less people going to London because of all the uh, train protests. <laughs> you have mm. they had 512 pubs. Uh, that in 2022 became bankrupt, and in 2021 mm-hmm. they had 280 pubs that went bankrupt. So they have more than double the amount of pubs that went bankrupt for this year uh, in 2022 compared to 2021. And mm-hmm. and and when you think, you know how the 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 English people love their pubs. So mm-hmm. so for for that many to go bankrupt, that's saying something about the economy. Hmm. I mean yeah we'll, uh, we'll see um,
0: but I mean there's I think a lot of countries are struggling at the moment I'm not I'm not yeah. trying to defend the UK I mean but yeah well, the Prime Minister thing I think their own, their own people are uh, um, are kind of a bit worried about all this <laughs> thing and, and just annoyed it at this point the funniest thing about it all is how um, people voted for Brexit, and a lot of people, obviously, who voted for Brexit, I don't know what their intentions were necessarily. Yeah. Now they've got a prime minister who is <laughs> well, definitely isn't white. <laughs> um, and it's and just, it's just, it's just funny to see how like a lot of like, these like campaigns for Brexit back then, where you were like, oh, I don't know where like really where their motive is and everything. And how the, like how times have turned and now they've got like someone in office that maybe doesn't fit their ideal yeah, pra- I mean, prime minister also, and it's quite
1: also i mean he's a republican right so he's also like trying to like close off the borders a little bit or create more strict rules for immigration and stuff like that i mean it's it's, it's i mean i don't want i don't want to get into the politics about this because no no no, no. he's he's a, a
0: he's a, yeah. he's a yeah, he's a he's a conser- from the conservative yeah. party, and, he, and and he and, um, and,
1: and on top of that, he's very wealthy.
0: Oh well, yes, that very is true. wealthy. He is, and he, him himself has made a lot of money. I think he's 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 somewhere in the um, uh, what is it? Not like hundred million plus, like nine figures. That's what I'm and saying. And I think, but his. His, his wife comes from a very very rich background as well where the parents i think are yeah, like, uh, billionaires is that is that is that uh, what is that
1: what a country would want as a prime minister for the people cuz he's not he's not representing america. the people you know
0: that's what you go in america yeah as look at well.
1: america <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, but I mean, i'm just saying like it's like there, there is a there is a certain level in love countries i mean that not, <laughs> not as, as much i think america has it a little mm. worse because to co- become president a lot of times you have to be rich because you have to fund your that's whole true. campaign that's true that's true um, but um, yeah I don't know I mean we'll, we'll see how long he holds if he's good for the country if he's yeah. not um, I mean I'm 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 crossing my fingers because I still go to uni there I've still got a lot of friends there and I'm yeah. still half half British half like I'm Scottish Yeah, there's a difference between England and Scotland yeah. but you do, <laughs> fall we do fall under uh the uk we, we yeah, yeah so we'll see
1: wow I'm, I'm definitely curious to see how the how the country develops uh in the coming years uh especially in in comparison to eu countries
0: 100 percent. i mean it is it is tough times i don't know um uh, yeah we'll see how the bre- how brexit works for them i mean i i okay this is probably not a big revelation but I, I back then wasn't for it because I thought that it won't bring you as much as you think and a lot of the arguments didn't make
1: sense hey, um, I, I'm a proud EU member I'm gonna say that I, yeah. whenever I travel I'm just like oh I love the EU you know I got that I got that I EU mean, passport it's too good it's yeah, too it, nice for, on a personal level for
0: people who have like the passport and want to travel in the EU it makes a lot of things a lot easier yes 100% it's it's in regards to like just base just purely the travels aspect it's crazy how easy it is just to travel around or whatever
1: yeah like you can study wherever you want you can work wherever you want it's way easier to to go international with your business um by mm. like, you know you can easily sell your your products or services within the EU without having to go through a bunch of bureaucracy mm. I mean, and then like you have extra protection in case of a war, which is extremely relevant right now, you know. As mm-hmm. she, and on a last note, just real quick, I don't understand the whole thing with the royal family and and like why people are kind of like still so. I'm gonna use the word obsessed, which I know is probably too strong, but I'm gonna use that. Mm-hmm. Why they're so obsessed? Well, it's with, part of their all, culture, isn't it? Yeah, but like. <sighs> i think it's like a it's like a it's reality like, show bro it's like the kardashians but for the royal family i feel like at this point with with the whole drama and stuff like that going on i mean it's yeah that's not thing. how it should
0: be like that is very yeah that is very, <laughs> it's
1: very um, 21st century
0: <laughs> it's like and I, I think a lot of the royal family probably don't want that to happen and that's not the, what they yeah. want this to be but yeah. because they broke off and they're trying to make money for themselves yeah. or whatever um I don't know, it's it, I, I I agree with you, that that stuff is really like that I mean, but to be fair, like the if we're talking about it quickly, the book he produced, Harry, yeah. It was like one of the best like I think it had like a was setting records on like selling wise. Oh wow. But I feel like but I feel like there's a decline on the interest. Like there's they people have been doing polls in all kinds of countries. Okay. And people just like I think America was intrigued at some stage about them because it was like the royals they yeah, still yeah. although they were they were so like they kind of like stepped away from it they were still seen as like these royal yeah. people and then at some point i think it just died down and they're like actually we're america and we don't really give a shit about that
1: stuff yeah, and uh the whole the whole thing is a little bit of like it's just like a money move to be honest with you i mean
0: yeah i mean it, and that's not i don't think a lot of british people would say that's not what the the royal family should be about that's, yeah. the, the, that's not what they represent and, and if that's the stuff they do then yeah I can I can see why people would would have a different opinion about the royal family oh, well. but Enough it's their culture their. I'm yeah. uh, well partly mine as well but well, we'll see how long it holds on <laughs> um, and what happens with a new king and everything
1: yeah let's see it's
0: never gets boring at least let's put it that <laughs> way <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry it gets boring oh man alright well on that note I say we wrap it up
0: yeah alright I mean, well let's do that make sure
1: to follow us on Instagram at know what I'm saying podcast thank you so much for listening uh, to this week's episode we come out with an episode every Wednesday Um yes, sir. and uh, yeah give us five star ratings yeah. share with your friends and otherwise <laughs> we'll see you next week
0: see you guys next week